Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. And I'm Josh. And today we are watching episode 233 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, it's not Mighty Morphin anymore. I just I just want it to be. Uh, Power Rangers Turbo episode 28, The Fall of the Phantom. It aired September 25th, 1997, is written by Judd Lynn and directed by Steve Markowitz. Is this his last one? Is this Markowitz's last uh No, he hurrah? is also on the next one. Okay. His his series is coming to an end. Not the point, though, because today we have a special guest. Ross Butler is joining us. Welcome to the show, Ross. Why, glad to be here. You picked last episode to, to come on, uh, but we couldn't get things to line up because we messed up on our, our scheduling. I did, but you know, it's actually all right because um, the reason that I mainly wanted to do the last episode was because of the debut of the Rescue Zords. I forgot... That it's only half of the debut of the Rescue Zords, which we yeah. will see shortly, the rest of it. Uh, but my favorite part of that one, the, the, the other part was that I wanted to just talk about the Phantom Ranger just being like, I don't care about the city. Let's go. I got, I got a thing. Yeah. yeah, that was insane to me. That whole episode was a super big cartoon. We have uh, to save the city. No, you don't. You're right. Let's nah, jump in this hole. Uh, yeah, let's go do this. So, Russ, we whenever we have guests on, we ask them a couple questions, and I try to remember what those questions were. And I'm pretty confident the first one is, "How did you get into Power Rangers?" How I got into Power Rangers was during the original airing of the original series. I have watched it almost at its entirety since then. I was over at a friend's house. Um, this was um, probably at the very, I don't remember when it started, but it was, it was at least ninth grade. So I was well out of the age bracket of this show by the time I started watching it. Okay. Uh, well, well out of it. And I was over at a friend's house, and their little brother was watching the episode in which the uh, Megazord of the original Mighty Morphin team is catching a bus that's falling off a bridge or something. Yes. It I... falls off a cliff, I think. It has Bulk and Skull in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's something to do with catching a bus, is all I remember. But I was super big into Transformers, which had already ended by this point in time, and I saw a giant robot that had been formed from smaller robots that transformed into said giant robot. That was all it took for me. I was in. Sold? That's it. <laughs> and I remain in to this day, even through the ones where that's regrettable. I haven't always watched them as they've aired, but I've at least tried the first episode. Sometimes it hooks me, so, and it turns out to not be a very good season. Sometimes it doesn't hook me, and it turns out to be an excellent season, like Time Force. I didn't catch Time Force until long after it had aired, when oh, I went Time back Force and... Is it is excellent it's very good and, but but it didn't grab me in the first couple episodes and i was just i totally abandoned it and then when i came back i was like i i was wrong <laughs> uh, well at least you admitted your mistake and you came into I know the light. i'm i'm only i'm only about halfway through it uh cuz i i had to stop for various reasons i just haven't gotten back to watching it yet but boy howdy is that a good power rangers show the other question i ask or at least have asked once. <laughs> Probably, least, I think is uh, is what's your favorite season of Power Rangers? <sighs> that seems to be the general consensus. Now that is a question, and I didn't. I don't know why I didn't even think this one was coming because it's. I've got all of them to choose from. I think my favorite. I would have to say that it's kind of a three-way tie, and that has an asterisk on it now because had you asked me this before one of these was at its current point because I'll um, 
spoiler, one of those three-way tie is Dino Charge. Okay. Dino Supercharge has put an asterisk on that because it 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 takes a step back. Does it? Dino Charge is excellent. Dino Supercharge is not Ooh. excellent. It's probably better than still most things, but it's just it feels like it takes a step back and they're they're trying to shoehorn stuff in from uh, Go Busters and it's not working That's very weird. well. <laughs> Especially when there's there's great stuff to work with from GoBusters, and it's not being done very well. the The cast is I, I love the cast. It's just everything that's going on around the cast itself is lacking yeah. a little bit. The the villain I should like him, but I don't. It, it's just something's missing since it's changed to Supercharge, yeah. and it's probably only feels like a step back because it's in comparison to what happened right. before. The Zeo to Turbo problem. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of. I mean, I'm. I think more highly of Turbo than literally every other human that, on the that planet. That first but. part of Turbo is bad no matter where you put it. It is, it is <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, that's, you just have to make it through the transition because there's, as I detailed in the nonsensically long email that I sent about it, which, <laughs> kids, if you're going to send an email to the program, don't send a novel. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't send a that's novel. What most, that's what mine tend to be, and I'm like, there's no way you're going to read this, and they don't. <laughs> I did read it. I just did. We didn't read it on air. <laughs> oh, I, exactly. Exactly. The other contenders would be Lost Galaxy and In Space. Okay. I have, I'm. Uh, where was I? Uh, maybe like 13 or 15 episodes into Lost Galaxy, and it is very good. I, I watched it as it aired, and I remember liking it, and I. I have not seen it since, uh, but In Space is my jam. I, I love everything about that. I think about Astronema three or four times a day, <laughs> just, in, just in general. I always remember how good of a villain was, but what I forgot is that Divatox really, really brings it. Oh, Divatox rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not remember how well she brings it until I was watching some of the episodes after this, because like I think it was touched, in, touched on in the last episode. How tired the Rangers are. They are worn out. Yeah. They are constantly under attack. And it's like, I, I remember the end of Turbo about how she's basically the only one that achieves her goal, but then gets sidelined in another one, in another task. But I didn't remember how well she was doing through the series itself. Yeah. Uh, plus, Carol Hoy and, uh, and uh, Hillary Shepard are just, like, phenomenal. They, like... Oh, Carol yeah, Lloyd had to yeah. like rev up a little bit, but once she got going, it, it was just like a great performance all around. Because they they get so into it. I mean, this is one of the things that well behind the curtain. I I do some film acting myself, and it's really hard to do believably. You have to completely commit to it. You cannot be one bit concerned about how silly you look, yeah. Because then you'll look silly. If right. you do it, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> if you do it like you mean it you're going to come across a lot more believably. And that's what, that's what uh, Diva talks does is she is fully committed to that role and she's having a blast and it shows she's one of the, yeah. she's one of the best parts of the, of the show as a whole. Yeah, for sure. And I'm talking as a whole of the entire run. As yeah. Diva talks. I was talking to Shannon about it today. Diva talks is my second favorite villain right after Astronema, just because of like, and there's just so much to Astronema. Yeah. So many oh, layers God. of her character. And yeah, yeah she's, yeah. Excellent. Astronema yeah. is excellent. It's so good on every level. We'll talk about that. Later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. You, you can't say anything more about Astronema other than that she's excellent without saying things you shouldn't. Right. We have an episode to watch, though. We do. We <laughs> should probably go do that. Yeah. yeah we probably ought to get to that. Shift, Shift in the, the turbo. turbo. 
we're back. And we all just watched The Fall of the Phantom. Fell right on his face. He did <laughs> He did fall. There was some falling. He falled. He stumbles a lot. Also, this is going Flipped. up on Halloween. So, like, yeah. ooh, Phantom ooh. Ranger, spooky. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> spooky time. Morphingrid.tumblr.com as our website. So is com. That's what the archive is. If you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you want to leave us a rating and review, it would be awesome and help us out and help people find the show. Finally, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. If you go there and donate a couple bucks to us every month, you get some cool stuff in return. And it helps out a bunch. And we really appreciate it. And that's the whole spiel for now. It is crazy that you say that every time. I'm thinking about it right now for the first time. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, I say it twice every episode. Yeah, <laughs> for at least two hundred episodes now. I don't know when I started. It was not not in the beginning. Right, it has changed. Stuff has been added. Facebook has been taken away. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, I say it a lot. I could like literally. I said it before. I think I said it to Matt when we were recording with uh, Matt from Super Sentai Bros. When we were recording with him. If I am in like a car accident and I wake up, the first thing I'm going to say is like morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. Like I will be able to give you that contact information before I will be able to tell you to like call someone to to help me to the hospital. I'm just saying we could make like a bumper or something, a pre-recorded bumper that we just drop in, but we don't because Jake is so dedicated I am. to his craft that <laughs> Ded- we it is a new recording every single time. Dedicated and crazy. There's like a fine line. <laughs> That's how you'd get him to wake up from this medical coma yes. is by saying, J- Jake, you got to upload the podcast. Oh, Jake, God. we need an episode for Monday. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, ready to go. Uh, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I, I will raise from the dead if I have to. <laughs> I, uh, the episode that went up on Friday, the day that we are recording this, I edited immediately after we recorded it, and it went up on time. It was up a little late, but that's because I overslept. So. <laughs> spectacular work on that because i mean it was i mean it was just as polished as a regular episode so guys i don't know if you know this but uh podcasting is hard you always hear the finished project there's a lot of work that goes into it you should really appreciate jake and all and josh and all the work that he puts into it and that they both put into it because this is hard i tried to do it a couple times over the summer and there's a lot of product that will never ever hit the airways because it is garbage. Uh, well, I appreciate that, Ross. It, uh, <laughs> it uh, it's good to know that my compulsion—I'm going to call it a compulsion—it uh, doesn't go totally un uh, unrecognized because I can't edit less than I do. I've tried. I've tried doing looser edits, <laughs> and I just can't do them. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're not here. To pat me on the back, though I appreciate it and I'm enjoying it. We are here to talk about Fall of the Phantom. It's a Monday episode. Normally we do emails and stuff, but we have a guest. I'm all the email you need. We start off in school, in the hallway. And I mentioned the hallway specifically because this is the last time we will ever see the hallway. No, what? The hallway's gone. Is it? Yeah. I looked How do you know this? Because <laughs> uh, I looked it up after we watched it. Because uh, I, th- okay, so I thought that Demetria was played by um, Hillary Shepard in this time, and she's not. It's still Carol Hoyt, but she sounded different, so I had to check. And she it, didn't sound different to me. We went over this already. I don't want to bring it back up, but just, she sounded just the same me. to me. Um, <laughs> but, so while I was on that, there was some trivia, and this is the last time Mrs. Appleby is ever mentioned. This Aww. is the last time we ever see the hallway, Aww. and this might be the last time they ever just go to school, I think. I don't know. <laughs> but it, but they did not say... Well, Kaplan, too. He pops yeah, up. Yeah, Kaplan's back. But they didn't say it was the last time for Kaplan. No. He, well, he also does charity events and other stuff in town, yeah. so maybe we'll see him again somewhere else. Maybe he'll... Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, it's... 
I just remember I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> we might we might see classrooms again, but we don't see this iconic hallway anymore. So. What a send off. Cassie's daydreaming about the Phantom Ranger. <laughs> just, just she is taking that hallway in as she daydreams. Yeah, just staring wistfully at the lockers, thinking, "Oh, the Phantom Ranger." <laughs> what a hunk, probably. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> what a maybe hunk, but oh, it would be it would be so cool if the helmet came off and Trini was in Again, there. Again, if it was Trini, oh, this would be so good. Uh, so, what was Cassie wearing? Part one. She's got a pink. Long sleeve shirt on. She's got jeans on. She also has a headband on. And I am just now realizing that, like, no one wears headbands anymore. Do people still wear headbands? Yeah. Um, when Andy Dalton not... does when he's, like, okay, wrestling. Wrestlers. <laughs> and when you're jogging. Outside of those two activities, is anybody wearing headbands? I, I feel like they're exclusively workout gear now to keep your hair out of your face. I hope they come back. I liked it. I, I don't even notice the 90s fashion in this. Uh, this These these characters are one year younger than me. I don't even <laughs> notice the fashion of this. It's like every time you point out mom jeans and all that, it's like those are just... <laughs> she just has pants on. I See, I I didn't think Kat was wearing mom jeans either. I I thought they, looked, they were just like high-waisted jeans. Yeah, I have never noticed 90s fashion until it's pointed out, and I'm like, yeah, that was a thing. Like, especially the long, long, long ski caps. Oh, that was Regardless horrible. of whether skiing was even <laughs> in your future or not. But I, I don't even remember noticing that uh, in the watching until it's pointed back out. And then it's just like, yeah, that's right. Are we talking about that hat that Tommy was wearing? I think so, yes. That was his, <laughs> yeah. his super yeah. eight-foot-long yeah. ski cap. His, like, SSX tricky ski cap. <laughs> And TJ's giant clothes. Or his not giant or clothes. Or his super tight clothes. They're either too big or <laughs> Those too two. small. No yep. middle sliders yep. For, yep. for TJ's clothes. They're, they're, <laughs> he's a monster. You don't, you don't fit. Exactly. You, you don't have a fit option. No. You have It doesn't fit one way or it doesn't fit the other. Yeah. Uh, and his muscles are so tight that like when he's wearing tight clothes, <laughs> it's just like, here they all are. Here's every muscle I have on display. <laughs> so as we mentioned, uh, Kaplan comes up to, uh, to Cassie and he's like, Miss Appleby told me that you wanted an extension on the test because you are, and he like flips some papers, like very busy with outside interests. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, I'm just like there's a lot going on." He's like, "He's like, well, maybe instead study." Yeah, he gives the most high school teacher answer to a high school student. Like I've I've seen teachers tell this to kids. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, you're pay attention to school, idiot." <laughs> so, well, I got. Monsters to fight. Oh, and that's, that's what I was talking about, how uh, Divatox is just keeping them on their toes. Because I, rem- I think I remember the original Rangers being excellent students, even the ones that by their character shouldn't be, except for football. He was bad at football for some reason. Because <laughs> his shoulder pads were so big. But I, I think I remember them all being excellent students. Yeah, they, they, and they, they were in every extracurricular. They, had, like, they were on every club and every team, and <laughs> they never were tired. Yeah, and this group just has no time whatsoever. I mean, they can't even keep up with their schoolwork because the city's constantly under siege. I, I did nothing in high school, and I was just always exhausted. I don't know how the original Rangers did it. <laughs> <laughs> we cut from there to the space base where Diva Talks is having a meltdown about the Phantom Ranger. She's like, I hate him so much. I want him dead. I want, I want you to find him. I want you to bring me his head. And they're like, and then Havoc comes in. He's like, whoa, it's super easy. We just need to get the power ruby. Yeah, you don't need his head. You just need his ruby. And she's like, all right, well, then I want that ruby, and you're going to give it to me. 
And I like that she's like excited that it's a ruby because it's treasure too. Yeah. <laughs> ruby. It's all about that booty. Just bring that booty back around. Yeah. All about the booty in this season. <laughs> uh, so let me cut to the theme song. And there's a new video because they got new Zords last time. Yeah. And so the intro video definitely spoils that the Zords have a man mode. Yep. So that's coming <laughs> up, guys. <laughs> it's weird that they don't wait till the episode after to make these new openings. No, I was watching... Okay, spoilers for Angel Season 5. Okay. Okay, if anybody is worried about... That's, that's exactly where I am in Angel. No, no I'm just kidding. Not. I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not... I'm in Season, like, 2 of Buffy. I thought you were in Season 3 of Buffy. <laughs> so in Season 5 of Angel, Spike comes onto the show. I gave you guys enough time to close your ears. If you don't want to hear it, you have to. <laughs> and it's like this big reveal at the end of the first episode. But he's also in the credits. <laughs> Like, not, not in, like, the after the credits, like, also, James Marsters is in it, like, in, like along the bottom. Like, in the main credits, like, he's second is James <laughs> And we're like, hey, guys, that's kind of a spoiler. You couldn't wait an episode for that? <laughs> and Power Rangers just loves doing that, too. Just have him waving at the screen. <laughs> hey, I'm here now. Yeah, they wasted no time in, in, they wasted no time in updating the opening credits for this to have basically everything that you want to know about the new Zords in it. Yeah. So we come back from the theme song. Ashley is also not ready for the test. She's walking with Cassie, and she's like, I'm not ready for this test. I haven't studied at all. I'm exhausted. And I, I really am liking Ashley all of a sudden. She is acting much better. Yeah, she she's doing class. A, Yeah, she's like emoting like a human. <laughs> so that's nice. I remember her being one of my favorites. I, I didn't remember that it's really rough getting started with her. Uh, I I just remember really liking her. I, I remember liking everybody of this cast, except for Carlos. No, no one likes Carlos. He's no. <laughs> That's why he's got the he, dump he truck. Gets, he gets better. Yeah, he gets better in space. Actually, I think he kind of starts getting better right around now. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot he's, left for him to do. In Redskins, he's on but. the uh, Rocky character arc. Yeah. He's got to cross into a new season yeah. to be a lovable character. Yeah, I, I remember liking Carlos in, in Space because there's the episode where he becomes, where, like, it's it's the thing. It's like the movie, the thing, or no. Yeah. Is it Aliens? I think they might do both. But they, they do that on Astro Venture. What's it called? Terra Venture. It's not Terra Venture yet. What's the... That's Lost Galaxy. Astro... No, I almost said... What, the Astro Megaship? Yeah. Does that have a name? Yeah. The Astro Megaship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it had, like, a sexier name than that i guess not the computer's name is deca okay that's what i was thinking of (laughs) i was like i know there was someone was named in that uh but i remember liking him in that but like he started out real bad in this season so uh, he was just a jerk oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah and like but and ashley was also like real rough but like now she's just great like she just figured out and i'm really enjoying her so they split off cassie goes to her locker and she there's a note in there it's a black piece of construction paper in a black envelope and when she flips it over a note appears in i guess self-timed ink <laughs> like light sensitive maybe because it was upside down and then when she flipped it it appeared look i don't it's magic it's a magic note yeah it's it's magic invisibility is just somebody's thing in this because i'm gonna blow you, <laughs> i'm gonna blow you guys's mind a little bit with here phantom rangers invisibility not a thing in super sentai Really? It's completely exclusive to Turbo. I, I confirmed this with Artley because I, he, it, it's totally something that's only in Turbo. I think just somebody had just recently <laughs> bought a copy of After Effects or something. And was like, look, we got to work <laughs> right. invisibility in as much as like, possible. What if we work that predator angle? <laughs> but he's a good guy. 
Yeah, because I mean, it's like Bulk and Skull were invisible for a little bit. Piranatrons were invisible. Phantom Ranger was invisible, and then he was double invisible. God, I don't want to talk about double they invisibility. Really Ross. Invisibility. We have a hard fast rule about no double invisibility <laughs> on this show anymore. Um, that's crazy though that he never that he was just like a, a dirt a sweet dirt biker. <laughs> I guess he's based on a RV or something because his name's VRV Master, and I I have no idea. <laughs> I've only watched a couple of episodes into Car Ranger, so I, I had to confirm with Artley on this one, but she confirmed that. Invisibility is not a thing That's for him. That's so weird. He's just he just pops in for a little bit and then he's gone. He hands in the new Zords and he's like, "I'm out." I do kind of like that though because it helps Power Rangers be a different show. It's not just like an American Sentai. Right. Exactly. It really helps to differentiate it and make it its own thing. So yeah. Yeah. Props to them for doing that for sure. Uh, so we <laughs> before we move on. Now that I'm thinking about it, okay. They they might have given him invisibility for the name Phantom Ranger to make sense. Maybe. <laughs> they okay, so the name came first. <laughs> and they're like, um, phantoms are ghosts and ghosts are uh scary and invisible. Oh, well, we don't want to do scary, so right. let's go with invisible. <laughs> we can do one of the two. <laughs> Cause he could have just been hanging around Cassie going, Ooh. <laughs> and she'd be like, Oh, I feel I feel like a a babe is around here somewhere. <laughs> I can feel it in the air. Uh, so the babe spirits. The, the note says, "Meet me at the park. I might give a time. I don't remember." And she's like, "It has to be the Phantom Ranger." No, it just says, "Meet me at the park." Just meet, me at the park. meet me at Angel Grove Park. Yeah. A friend. Which park? There's yeah. so much park. <laughs> Last episode confirmed Angel Grove, ninety percent park. Adam's house. <laughs> uh, so we <laughs> we got from there to the park where she's like Phantom Ranger, like looking around. And then there's just this one quick shot of him like peeking out from behind a bush and then going back. <laughs> Why do they do this? It's yep. so goofy. Totally creeping. He can be invisible, but instead he's hiding behind a bush, <laughs> creeping on Cassie. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, so she's like, she's like, oh, Phantom Ranger, it's me. And he comes out and he's like, yes, it is me, Phantom Ranger. Or is it the Phantom Ranger? Oh, I forgot it's not him. Nope. <laughs> Guess what, Cassie? You've, You've been, been pranked. Because this is Havoc. Maybe that's why he couldn't be invisible. That's why he had to hide. Because Havoc doesn't have... Because uh, Havoc can shapeshift, but he cannot go invisible. Figure it out. All Myth right. busted. <laughs> okay. Solve, yep, myth busted. Solve that mystery. So <laughs> she gets, like, vined. Like, there's some chromites there, and they, they're, like, vines she can't, wrap around She can't get arm. vined. Vine is dead. Vine is dead now. All right, <laughs> peace, Vine. <laughs> Talking Fast is now solely the purview of voiceover actors again, and finally. auctioneers. And auctioneers. <laughs> and auctioneers. And the Micro Machines guy. <laughs> oh, he, yep. he would have done so good on Vine. <laughs> Did the Micro Machine guy ever do any Vines? Send them to us, because I know they're not deleted <laughs> yet. <laughs> he goes through an entire essay on Vine. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Bulk and Skull at the juice bar, and the other Rangers are there, and they're trying to convince the Power Rangers to dress up as Power Rangers and play Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> now, now let, me, let me throw some headcanon in here. I think. Well, let, let's let's finish what they're doing first before I get into that. But uh, I, I have some headcanon. Okay, so he's basically like, it's easy. You dress up in these very realistic suits that we have, and they are the most garbage party city <laughs> versions of the turbo suits that you can find. And he's like, "How about Ashley? Ashley, you want to be a Power Ranger?" And she's like, "No, what? What? Do you- <laughs> what?" <laughs> and they're like, "We need someone to dress up as Power Rangers so they can run across for the tour that we're giving." Except for Justin, you're super short. You can't be yeah. a Power Ranger. You're too little to be a Power Ranger, you little dork. Nah. 
And they make little squeaky noises and basically wink directly at the camera. Yeah. They yeah. don't literally do that, but I mean, they may as well be doing it. And that's where my headcanon comes in. I think that they're putting on a show for the crowd to establish that this group of five that always hangs out together and wears color-coordinated outfits, no way are they the Power Rangers. It, they're trying to put on some elaborate show of saying there's no way you guys could ever be it. So I think that they're trying to help out. Yeah, all right. By by almost blowing it. <laughs> right. right. That's why I actually was like, shut up. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that idea. Or. Or. They're idiots. <laughs> they're like, hey, you guys already wear these colors all the time. Just wear them for us once. <laughs> or they saw them sparring and they were like, you guys could probably do Power Ranger stuff. Except for you, Shorty. <laughs> you little okay. nerd. We'll get a grandma. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> so then uh, they, I just wrote, ha, 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 in my notes after that. Oh, good. Because it was a bad joke. <laughs> so they... <laughs> They leave, Bulk and Skull leave, and the rest of the Rangers are like, hey, where's Cassie? She's supposed to be here. And she's like, I saw her coming out of math, and she said she was going to be here. And they're like, well, that's not good. Uh-oh. So then we cut to the power chamber where they're trying to find Ashley, and they get a video call from Havoc. I almost called him Professor Havoc. Where did that come from? Professor Havoc. Brain. <laughs> Professor Havoc is TM me. No one can take it. Original character, do not copy. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Draw as many Professor Havocs as you want. So he, he's basically like, hey, a Snow Whited Cassie, and if you don't come give me the Phantom Ranger, I'm going to get her. I'm going to turn her into stone or something. And they're like, we don't know where the Phantom Ranger is. They're like, don't worry. I know he's listening. He's listening. He's in, the, he's in on the call. <laughs> so then he's like, Phantom Ranger, I know you're listening, and so if you don't want your little girlfriend to die... <laughs> Uh, you better show up. Phantom Rangers being moody in a warehouse somewhere, like it's not my girlfriend. It's not my girlfriend, God. <laughs> yeah, and he and he literally has her snow like sleeping beautied up. He's got her laying in the on yeah. this table in front of him, all tied up, and she's asleep. And he's being menacing over with a with a evil salt shaker. Yeah, uh, full I, of some kind of dust. Did they say, they say what it is? Did you catch it? I just call it the Medusa dust. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, she's also got her hands like on her chest, like literally like Sleeping Beauty. Like yeah, uh, which I don't think is an accident. But also, Cassie is on this table sleeping. Everyone, keep that in mind. Yep. Okay, because that's gonna come up again later in the show. <laughs> They morph and they teleport. Oh, also, they say she's in a... They find her and they're like, oh, this is too easy. It's probably a trap. And they're like, whatever, we have to get Cassie. She's in the service dimension. Did you catch what they said, Ross? Because we definitely heard service dimension, service, which makes no like, sense. I guess like maybe it was circus and I was expecting some kind of clown monster or something to show up. But we're not, we're not back to Monsters of the Week yet. <laughs> what I heard was Cerberus dimension. But, I mean, any of those make sense for what it is. I mean, it's just evil rocks. I was yeah. thinking service dimension because this is a car season and cars get serviced and this is the dimension for that. See, I was thinking like the service <laughs> elevator. Like this is a dimension we use when we want to like move things from one place to another, but we don't want to go through the front. And I mean, all of these are valid because uh, like the map, I could have easily seen that just being a Japanese map. This may be right. They may oh, have yeah. just like given it an English name and they're like, ah, whatever, let's go with it. We don't have time to rewrite it. Everyone yeah. is so, so tired in this episode that it feels like they just filmed uh, every part of this mystery four-parter that they don't even call a four-parter feels like they filmed it just back to back to back to back everyone is so tired in this the first two parts i guess like technical parts are separated by a to be continued 
The last episode and this one are not, but this one and the next one are. So it's almost like it's two connected two-parters, if that makes any sense. So technically, we're still doing the multi-parters per week thing, because these are the <laughs> the connected episodes. Right. So... <laughs> And I mean, it just stands out to me how sleepy TJ sounds in basically everything he says. Like, he's just seconds from falling asleep. I noticed that this episode, too. I think that might just be Selwyn Ward acting, though. <laughs> I don't know. I like Maybe, maybe not. So the Power Rangers morph, and they teleport to the service-slash-circus-slash-Cerberus dimension. <laughs> and uh, they fight. They they There's a pit- no, there's not pitons. There's chromites there. Yes. And there's Rygog. There, there's pitons there, too. Yeah, it's, was there? I swear there's pitons there. It still mainly stays piranatrons, or it stays piranatrons, but yeah, the chromites just jump in out of random, and they're like, oh yeah, these guys are a thing too, but the piranatrons are always there. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of like that there are like secondary mooks that are like, well, they're just as bad, but they're, you know, they're just <laughs> yeah. like different colors, so like, that's A little cool. bit different functionality to them. So Cassie is on, she's snow, she's, she's snow whiting, she's sleeping beautied. She's she's laying there. Rygog has this evil salt shaker, like we said. I have I I called it Medusa dust because he's like I'll it'll turn her mm-hmm. to stone when I sprinkle it on her. They do some hot potato. He ends up getting it back and he turns Cassie. He's, he stone, hardens her arteries, which is a little gruesome, right? Like that's like a real thing that yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then before they teleport out, he's like she's hard as a rock, and then they and then they're out and they leave. And then Phantom Ranger shows up. Hey, buddy. Where you been? <laughs> we know you heard this. Why did it take you so long to get here? Oh, there was a little bit of lag on his end of the call, so we yeah. got the call late. Uh, he had to walk from the warehouse to the Cerberus dimension. He had to restart uh, his computer a few times. Right. <laughs> reboot that chest piece. He's like, there's only one thing that'll bring her back. It's my power ruby. They never call it a ruby. It's a power ruby. Oh, oh uh, b- before we go there, let's get back to Selwyn Ward's acting. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like she's she's gone you're too late everything is <laughs> just like, so stiff and emotionless uh, yeah zero emotion on this especially his voiceover work yeah because uh, this one of their teammates who is basically his best friend amongst them because he she's the first one that he knows has just been yeah. turned into stone in front of him and he's like ah we're too late yeah she's they were like almost dating for a little for bit. For a minute until the Phantom <laughs> Ranger showed yeah. up. Yeah. We'll just get a new Pink Ranger, I guess. All right. Well, yeah. we'll have to call up somebody. Where's Jenny? <laughs> they rub the ruby, like they wave it over her, I guess. Yeah. And then TJ is just like, looks at Justin, is like, is it working? And Justin's like, I don't know. I'm 10. <laughs> I don't know. It does work. But guess what? Prank number two Return of the Prank. This is not, Cassie, this is Havoc, but wait, you're thinking, before Havoc was on the video and yep. Cassie was here, was that Cassie sleeping then, or was he astral projecting, or was or, there another person that turned into Cassie? <laughs> there, or is there a second shapeshifter, so Havoc was Cassie the whole time and someone else was Havoc? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of knowing, did Rygog and Elgar know that that was Havoc? I don't think they did. I don't think, because they acted like, let's get this Power Ranger. I think it was probably originally Cassie, and then maybe they switched. They did like an instant teleportation switch. 
that's what I think too, is because Rygog and Elgar come in after all of that, and they're saying that the general told them to, and then they get interrupted. So they ne- we never find out what the general told them to do. But I think that it was originally Havoc standing over Cassie. And then after they cut the transmission feed off, I think that they shooed Cassie out of there with some Piranatrons and Chromites, took her back to the moon base or wherever. And at that point, Havoc steps in right as Elgar and Rygog are coming in. I guarantee you Elgar did not know because Elgar is a moron. He would yes, he would no. have given it away. He would have just been like, uh, we better use this real quick. But I yeah. I wonder if Rygog even knew. I don't think he did because he was yeah. like, oh, because he was like worried when it got knocked out of his hand. And like, I don't think Rygog's a particularly good actor, like the monster Rygog. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. like good at <laughs> acting. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, they, they must have like parent trapped her or something. Yeah. yeah. And just like switched her out real quick. But it is Havoc. He grabs the Phantom Ranger and teleports away. Is that what happened? Yep. Okay. Yes. With the ruby. Yeah, the ruby, the, ru- the ruby is in the Phantom Ranger's hand. He popped it out of his chest to wave it over Cassie to wake her up. And so Havoc grabs the hand with the ruby in it and teleports away. So he doesn't have a chance to put the ruby back. Right. So then we cut to the power chamber and Demetrius like, oh, it's real bad that they got the ruby. Like, that's that's really bad for us because that's like a super powerful thing. And like if Diva talks figured out how to use it, we're all dead. Now, when the Phantom <laughs> Ranger showed up, they didn't know about him, right? Demetria was like, I don't know what that is. Yep. But she knows what his ruby is and how powerful it is and like all the specs on it. The ruby maybe they scanned is it. more famous than he is, so she just didn't know that that was the power ruby. Oh, okay, I'll accept that until <laughs> until now. I don't know, <laughs> or maybe she thought that he kept it somewhere other than in the middle of his chest, where you can just pluck it out. Right, right. super on display for everyone. It's to the see. only thing that's a color on him. It's like, hey, right here, this thing. <laughs> if I was a Zelda boss, this is where you would hit me. <laughs> yep. So then we cut to Diva Talks, and she does she she predicts YouTube haul videos essentially because she's like, <laughs> I got this Ruby, and I got this communicator, and I got a Power Ranger, and I got a Phantom Ranger. Uh, it just basically is like, look at all these cool things I have now. <laughs> I don't want it. YouTube what videos? A haul video. Haul you've never videos. seen those. Where someone will come home with like a bunch of groceries or whatever, and they're like, "Look at my haul that I got! Look at all this stuff I bought oh, today!" Oh, haul is in like okay. I thought you meant haul like a hallway. It's just no, a video of a would, hallway. That would be too much, even for YouTube. Uh, okay, I don't understand that, and I I just I don't understand unboxing videos, and I don't want to go down that path right now. But I don't get it. I I fifty fifty get it. I d- depending on the box. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I don't get how they are so popular. Yeah, it's like watch me open this thing and commentate Look, on the stuff inside. All I'm saying <laughs> is that there is a subscription box service called Japan Crate that if they would like to sponsor us, I would be cool with that because they send you Japanese candy. The actual country of Japan. From yes, Japan. you can, yes. There's dirt from Japan. Here's some snow from the <laughs> top of Mount Fuji. No, it's like candies and stuff, <laughs> okay. and like sodas and like. Crackers and whatnot. And like, oh, is it they have like the shrimp flavored Kit Kats and stuff? Yeah, like weird stuff, <laughs> right? And like, I mean, if people would watch us eat those candies, we'll do those. But videos. that's not what an unboxing video <laughs> is. What an unboxing video would be us opening the crate and being like, oh, we've got some Kit Kats. And oh, here's some well, Aramid. No, but when it's and, food, okay. you obviously that's would the- go over and eat it. <laughs> that would be a separate video. That's an that's unwrapping a second video. video. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I think you're complicating the matter too much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
getting off the topic of unboxing videos and how they so, baffle me. <laughs> so after Divotox's haul video, Havoc and some Piranatrons or Chromites, I don't I don't remember. I don't even look at them anymore. I'm like, there's some mooks. Yeah. Uh, they, they, Random goons. Yeah, they bring the uh, Phantom Ranger up. And he's like, um, power. Uh, and they're like, hey, look what we got you, a Phantom Ranger. Which is weird because like he teleported with him and the Ruby and she already has the Ruby. But they took the Phantom Ranger somewhere else first, I guess. <laughs> they might have, like, he might have landed with the Phantom Ranger, just grabbed the Rudy, but, like, give this to Divatox, and then right. took him. Cause I'm going to punch him in the neck a couple times before we yeah. put him out there. <laughs> she says in a minute, put him back in his cage. Right. So um, he was already previously caged okay. before this. So before this happens, though, before she sends him back to his cage, he swats the communicator out of her hand. Right into Cassie's hand. Good catch, Cassie. There's a baseball team that's missing a female pitcher that you might, you might be able to, uh, fill the spot for. She's like, I don't want to leave you. And he's like, no, do it. And she's like, all right, and leaves. Uh, she says she'll be back. Right, but- you're right. But I like I like that she's not like, no, I can't, and like stays. Yeah. I'm super glad that she's not cat. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of go out of their way to make her useless around the time of the Phantom Ranger, but never fully commit to it because she still is good it's just she moons over the phantom ranger way way too much but she never loses effectiveness over it no she's yeah. love struck but she's not she's still an independent character her but, character trait is not loves the phantom ranger yeah my only problem is that like her personality takes a back seat to her being moody over the phantom yeah, ranger yeah, whenever he's yeah, around yeah it doesn't make her like absolutely cat in turbo useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's screaming yeah. Phantom! <laughs> Phantom! Phantom! Hey! <laughs> Phantom! Oh no. <laughs> That's what we would have called him if Phantom Ranger would have been Tommy. We, yeah. His, his cute fan nickname would have been Phantommy. Uh, that's also my favorite Pokemon. Phantommy. He's close to a real one, Phantom. I know. We cut from there to Bulk and Skull giving a tour, and they're like, what's that? A monster? And someone's like, it promises a monster. You remember how they keep doing this same joke every time? <laughs> yep. Did they write this on whiteboard in permanent marker and they just keep saying it's part of the new episode? Because, like, this also doesn't make sense because Bulk's like, look, a monster. And then the tourists are like, you said we could see a monster. And he's like, or the Power Ranger. But he just set up a monster and then he delivered, quote unquote, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. <laughs> One of which hobbles out on a cane. Uh, that's the Grandma Yellow Ranger, everybody's favorite Yellow Ranger. That's my favorite Yellow, yellow Ranger. If I, could go back, if I could go back to the Yellow Zine and resubmit my favorite Yellow Ranger, it's Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Link's Grandma, the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> oh, uh, don't, don't the old get ladies me going down that path. Uh, and then, like, someone, cli- like, some, like, kind of, like, bigger dude climbs over the wall. And there's, like, a little, like, brick wall. And he, like, climbs over, and you're like, come on, that was mean. Like, you didn't need to make that dude do that. Like, <laughs> like well, come on. He was the one wearing pink, too. Yeah. He uh, wants to be a cop, I think. He wa- Well, hey, he, he climbed a wall. <laughs> climbed I don't know wall. what the regulation cop wall is, so maybe he's going to climb this twice. <laughs> so then Metalsaurus shows up, and they're like, ah, oh, a real monster, and then everyone runs. Again, this is like the third time they've done this same joke and with it, Metalsaurus. It's, it's even like, because <laughs> Bulk's like, you're going to tell me that's not a real monster? And it still takes a second for it to read. It's the same joke as last time in a different setting. Yeah, they have to double-take at it. And how sneaky is the Metallosaurus that it just appears in, in giant size right? right next to him, just like looking <laughs> they, dead in the face. Like, they pointed oh, at it, and monster. he's just like, oh, there's a monster. Rawr. 
It's so funny because he's like just standing in the building. He's like, yeah, I'm here. You're a real monster. Here I am, <laughs> a giant monster the size of a skyscraper. I, I'm also very light on my feet. <laughs> the, Cassie, when Cassie teleported out of the service dimension, she landed by the lake. The rangers teleport there after the Metalsaurus double take. And they're like, are you okay? They do a cool effect with her teleportation in that one too because it, it, it has her come in at some weird angle. And instead of just setting down gently, it shows that she teleported in a hurry. By her, It just like throws her on the ground and she has to roll yeah. out of it. So it did a pretty cool effect with that. Yeah, I noticed that too. She just like kind of tumbles out of it and it was very well done. Yeah, I really like dy- when they use like the established stuff like dynamically, like when they morph running or when they teleport and it like they teleport out of the situation they were just in, not just like, well, I was standing, so I'm standing. R- yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, like when Justin teleported out of a tree and landed in, you know, face in the, down yeah. in, the, in the command center. <laughs> and officer's like, yo, what are you doing here? Yeah, you're a ranger boy. <laughs> Like Havoc shows up at like and they morph and they did the this is the first time in a very long time that they have done a footage match this nice because I remember in season one they went to crazy lengths to match the footage and then ever since then they're like ah no one cares <laughs> uh, but they're like on a lake and they cut and they're on a lake like so yeah. it's, it's like the same area and it was like I really appreciated that like you haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Havoc shows up, like I said, and he's got, he's in Metalsaurus. They call their Zords. The train, tractor trailer, horse tra- trailer thing uh, pulls up. They get their Zords out. After like two seconds of fighting in the individual Zords, he's like, nope, not going to get me this time, and like knocks them back. And they're like, fine. Stance mode, or high stance mode. High stance mode. Because they can't say transform because that's copyrighted. Yes. Right. Uh, they could just say, like, morph, though. Like, right. even though they're not <laughs> changing into anything. Like, like going, going from car to man is no different than going from human to human in spandex. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if I would say anything, it's a bigger change. Right. Um, but now they're in their person modes. And, Josh, you were just... Plum tickled by one of the things that happened. <laughs> so they all have headgear that matches their car forms. And Justin's has a cough hat on and it's the it stands out the most. It is the goofiest. And I just couldn't stop giggling about how funny it looked. Oh, and uh, the the rescue one, the white one has a little nurse hat on, too. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other three are all some form of hard hat because they're, they, it all matches up to what they are. But yeah, it's all the headgear is all themed around the occupation of what their vehicle is for. I love these Zords yeah. so much. These Zords I, because they're, they're Transformers. Yep. They start as cars and turn into people, and then they combine into yeah. a bigger person. It's very cool. Like the fact that like each one of these toys has three discrete modes, like that you can trans, <laughs> you can like somehow move their legs and stuff and get them into is kind of a marvel of engineering to me because I don't know anything about anything. Yeah, and I mean I think that these are the pinnacle of how good the Zords are for quite a while, uh, just from how much they do with them. I mean, obviously in the canon they get more powerful as they go but i think that these are some of the best ones that they do in a long time because if you've been following the show for a while you know that i'm all about the people's orbs because it equalizes who contributes more to the fight because instead of yeah. having just one that's an obvious outlier compared to the rest of the zords i like it when right. they're all kind of an equal footing where they're all people's orbs or something similar even even the way that they started out where they were all car zords it was all the same it was all the same footing 
But this one, you have so many options of what you can do with it because the the last episode, it was all stunt fights and then do some utilities of what they can do with the with the new vehicles and all that. And then in this one, does some of that. And then it adds on the next level of, hey, we can also turn into people and we can fight you like that. And when they turn yeah. into people, they aggressively inline. They do. Yeah, they're just so rollerblading. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, also, like... I, I had this toy, and I probably played with this toy as much as I did the original Megazord, just because of, like, how much you can do with each one. Like, it just, it plays very well. Yeah. Yeah, they are they are so awesome. This is one of the first ones that I noticed. I, I, I would have bought this had I had any disposable income at the time, but I had just started working at that time, and that's when I started drifting my way over the toy department almost every day just to go look at it and i was like man i wish i had spare change i'd buy that (laughs) yeah i like literally the only toys i had from like the age of four to like 11 were power rangers toys so like Mm -hmm. i had every megazord up until in space except for pyramidus the my white whale (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this this is one of the best i don't remember if they ever say the name of the hauler unit because i i know what it is and I, I love that it, that's how they enter. That's how, that's how they bring them into the battlefield is they drag them out from under a football stadium or whatever that is. Right. And that it's in the hauler unit. But I don't know if they ever say the name of it. I just called it Carrier Zord because I didn't have any. I don't think they said it. I don't think they did. That's basically what it is. It's basically the Carrier Zord. But instead of becoming the ultimate weapon, it's just how they get brought into it. It's, it the name of it's Artillotron. And I don't know if they ever say that in the series or not, because it's had two chances to do so, and they still haven't. How on earth is Artillotron not already a Transformer? Like, how, <laughs> how, did, how did Transformers make it through without coming up with Artillotron? They probably did and let the trademark lapse, because there's a lot of chicanery that they have to go through on some of their older figure names that they have to make a slight modification to it, or listed as Autobot something or other or Decepticon then the name in order to fit in trademark because somebody else got the trademark to it. So they probably uh, did, okay. but had let it lapse. Because this sounds like definitely a Transformer. So like they, right. they would have to change it to like change an I to a Y or it's yeah. Transformers is this guy TM. Yeah. They do mention artillery in this episode. So they might say the name. No, they don't in this episode. They're just like, yeah, let's check out the yeah, artillery, they- but they don't say Artillotron. Yeah, they don't in this episode, and that's why I'm like, they've had two chances to do it, and they still have yet to do it, so I wonder if they ever do say his they're name. Saving it, they're saving it for the fourth part of this four-part, <laughs> this secret four-parter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, we named that guy. As they're fighting, Metallosaurus pulls out what I have affectionately referred to as the Phantom Ranger purse. Uh, he's in a cage, but he's yeah. hanging on like a big chain, and it's just like a, it's a purse. <laughs> uh, the Red Ranger, the Red Zord, gets it away, and I guess like just dunks it or something because it's on the ground, and Cassie is going to free him. The next I know, yeah, she basically contributed nothing. I don't even remember her jumping out of her Zord. She didn't. It's she's in it, and then all of a sudden she's just down there. She she's in the cockpit, okay. and then she says, "I'll come get you" or something like that. Never shows her getting out of her Zord. She just kind of like stayed in the Zord long enough to go into high stance mode, and then she bails and is like, "I got to deal with the Phantom Ranger." <laughs> right. I had, my boyfriend needs me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she gets him out of the cage, and he's like, "Uh, my Ruby, I'm so weak." Uh, uh, and he's like, "You need to, you need to go. I'll initiate the rescue Megazord." Like, if there's, like, a switch that he didn't flip yet that will allow them to make the <laughs> well, Megazord. I, does he say that? I thought he told her, like, you guys need to make the Rescue Megazord. I thought he said, I'll initiate it. Maybe he did. I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember. Ross, did <laughs> you remember. hear one way or the other? I was still just 
baffled by how this is well my memories of how useless they try to make cassie but never commit so yeah i was wrestling with that in my head during that part so she also never relays this information to the rest of them they just suddenly know it's megazord time second nature josh (laughs) it's just second nature to them uh yeah they tried doing the same thing with cat a couple times early on where they're like oh no she's like helpless but she's still like the bravest and like totally fine (laughs) and like they just didn't they didn't plan one way or another like how to do it, and I guess that history is doomed to repeat itself here on Power Rangers. Before that, they they use the transforming aspect of the of the uh, new Zords to to the fullest. I mean, there's one part where uh, Justin gets thrown, he transforms into a car in midair, lands, comes back around, and uses his ramp attack, and then transforms midair and turns into a jumping Superman punch, and then. Carlos is getting stomped on by the Metallosaurus and he's like, nope, not having that. Transforms into a dump truck and then dumps the Metallosaurus off the back and then gets back out from under him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a very they, cool yeah. fight scene. Yeah. Like I, from start to finish, every segment of it was very cool. Yeah, I also love that the the Blue Zord's secondary ability is spawn ramps. Spawn yeah, ramps. Like, <laughs> this, there's always a ramp where I need it. I <laughs> Uh, what a sweet power to have. This dude would do very well in a Tony Hawk game. All <laughs> at the end of this fight, at the end of a, this very good fight, a weird thing happens. Metallosaurus has like a, like a gun open up on his chest, I think. Yep. And he shoots out a cannonball with like an angry face on it's it. It's kind of like a ghastly face. But they catch it like they're playing medicine ball. Okay, so uh, we've had some uh, technical difficulties during this episode. Yes, we are suffering now from an ailment known as Ross loss. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It just came to me. It's oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so Ross had to, had to drop out. His computer has decided that it has given up the ghost. Very appropriate for a Halloween episode. <laughs> Spookumus got to us, so... Here we are. Uh, we're just going to finish up real quick. We're basically at the end anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to finish up real quick. So as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by Ross's computer just dying, <laughs> uh, is that he shoots out this like ghastly ball at it's the It's like Red a Ring wrecking ball, but with a ghastly face. At the Megazord. Megazord catches it like they're playing medicine ball and just passes it, like hard passes it back. And that kills... Metal Saurus it blows him up, but Havoc does say that he'll be back with another Metal Saurus later. Huh? I'm almost, I'm almost done. I think I'm done with Metal Saurus. I'm over Metal Saurus. This is the third time we've seen him reconstructed. Yeah, and like he had some spines on his thighs or something this time, and a cannon in his chest. Pff, come on, stop yeah. trying to do Cyclopsis again. It's not going to happen. No, it's not working. Just like, just move on. I get that this is the footage you have to work with, but like. Could have been one episode of Metalsaurus. Yeah, I think so. So I lied. The medicine balling does not kill Metalsaurus. Because because Artillatron gives it two big old guns. Oh, that's right. So this is probably the finishing blow then. Yes. His guns. They're like, we need firepower. So Artillatron's like, here's some giant shoulder cannons. Yeah, so it like mounts up and it blasts him to death. Then they rush from there back to the cage where Phantom Ranger was that Cassie left him, but he's gone. We don't know where he is. He has taken to ground, I guess. So then we cut back to the sub. And Havoc's like, or, well, I guess the space base. And Havoc's like, oh, I'm going to be back with that Metal Saurus. And Diva Tux is like, 
okay, well, I have a, the ruby now, so, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm i over everything else. And Havoc turns to leave, and I swear I heard, because it, it cuts back to him, and he says whatever, he's going to leave, and then it goes yeah. back to Diva Talks. And off camera, I swear you can hear Havoc call her an ingrate. I, he did. Okay. Yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> I didn't know what he, he, I remember he called her something, I couldn't remember what it was, but it, it was definitely ingrate. Let me go back to the juice bar. Was it juice bar, or was it school? We cut somewhere where the Rangers are. Maybe oh, it's the park. Is it the park? I think it's the park. <laughs> TJ and Cassie and maybe some others are there. Yes. I don't remember anybody else being there. Uh, what's Cassie wearing? Part two. She's got a floral short sleeve shirt on, button up, with a Peter Pan collar. That's the one fashion thing that I know, so I'm always proud when I can point it out. Like that? <laughs> That's a Peter Pan collar. Boom. Ooh la la, Jake. I, you're so fashionable. I'm so highfalutin. <laughs> Uh, she's got jeans on too. They they call up Alpha and they're like, "Have you found him yet? Have you found the Phantom Ranger yet?" And he's like, "I'm looking. Leave me alone." <laughs> and then we cut to the sewer where the Phantom Ranger is like, "I'm dying," and he's just like walking it, along a sewer, yeah, he's dying, just stumbling along, like bumping off the walls and stuff. And that's the episode. So normally Ross would go now, uh, but he's not here. Right, but I started. So Josh, what's the what's the best? I think the Zord fight again. I agree. I think the Zord fight was real good again. I like when they do individual stuff and then they bring it together rather than just go straight to the mega yeah. Zord. Yeah, it follows that rule of escalation that they set up in the first yeah. episode of Power Rangers. Uh, what's the worst? I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's Cassie being. Basically put on a shelf so that she can be wistful about the Phantom Ranger. Yeah, that sucks. They keep, I don't like I, and that. like like Ross was saying, they keep trying to make her useless, but they can't. But they still definitely push her all the way aside. Uh, yeah. And who's the MVP? I'm gonna say Ashley, but only because I really liked her acting in this episode. She did a good job this time, and nobody else really stood out on their own. Because like it was, it was a very good team episode. Yeah, it was. It was more. Cassie centric than anything, but, but she didn't do anything it, that makes yeah. me want to give her MVP. Exactly, um, she was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm stone, but I'm actually havoc." Just and, kidding, I'm havoc, and now I'm in love, and that I'm was gonna I'm cool. gonna abandon the fight to see if my boyfriend's okay to like get him out of that cage because like, what if the cage explodes or something? And like he was safe in a cage. To like, be fair, like, in Turbo, the cage might explode. Right, <laughs> that is true. We haven't seen a detonator in a while, though. We haven't. Uh, so that's it. Uh, for any other final thoughts? No, I'm excited to see the thrilling conclusion. Yeah, can't wait to see how this shakes down. I guess the Phantom Ranger dies, maybe? I don't know. I bet. Like, I if mean, I was a betting man, I think the odds are in favor of him being fine. <laughs> you're right. Uh, morphingrid.telmo.com is our website. So it's hjkandjosh.com. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. That was one called Google Plus, but that's a whole separate thing. <laughs> if you're leave us a rating review, that would be awesome. We are on Google Plus too, technically. By default, because <laughs> we have a Google account. Uh, but if you don't leave us a rating review, it helps out a ton and it helps people find the show, and we really appreciate it. And finally, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash hjkandjosh. If you help us out, you get some stuff, stuff. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Um, and that's the dumbest thing I say with any frequency. Um, uh, when you're hearing this, the first wave of shirts is in the mail. There was only one quick hang-up, but I've already contacted the person that that affects. So, All right. Awesome. Uh, also, the day this goes up is the last day to get in your zine stuff. 
So probably. Well, <laughs> I think because I went through the email earlier, and I think we have enough that I could put a zine out that is big enough for me. But I would like a little bit more. I would also like some more. So if anyone has anything laying around about Blue Rangers, send them in. Especially if you're listening to this on Halloween, on Monday, stop what you're doing, pick up your Twitter machine, and just send us, my favorite Blue Ranger is X because Y. That's it. That's all we need. Please? Guys? For your friends? Please? Uh, We just need that. That's the, we got like none for Yellow Ranger. (laughs) We got like a, a page where we got about as much as we did for pink. I feel like we got a lot more for pink, but maybe I'm just projecting. because I, <laughs> I talked about pink a lot more. Anyway, blue zine is due today. So if you got anything, if you got anything lingering, please send it in. You have till midnight. You have until midnight Pacific time. Or if you contact us, like we'll give you an extension. We're nice guys. Uh, yeah, we're not like hard asses or anything. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, we're pretty easy. We're not college professors. Uh, just like yeah. talk to us. <laughs> uh, you can find Ross on Twitter at Ross underscore Butler. Uh, definitely go follow him. He's a real great guy uh, with some computer issues right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thank you. And Ross, thank you for coming on the show. Had a bunch of fun. Yeah, it's greatly appreciated. It's always nice to have your voice on our shows. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a great voice. Uh, and if you are in the, the business of hiring people for voice acting, hire Ross. Hire Ross. Hire Ross. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Uh, so that's it. We'll see you on Friday for... The next episode? The Robot Ranger? I think I have it still. Hang on. The no, ro- I, I closed it. It's definitely Robot Ranger. Something Robot Ranger. Oh, the Blue Centurion. My boy, the Blue Centurion comes back. Is also... Is the Blue Centurion the Phantom Ranger? No. Do we know that? We well, have. I would love that if that helmet came off and there was a robot in oh! a helmet underneath it. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm wrong. The Robot Ranger is the episode after next. The next one... And we should have seen this coming. The next one is called Clash of the Megazords. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, because they finally hack it, probably. They hack the Turbo Megazord and has to fight the Rescue Megazord. I, if I had to imagine. All right. Those are the only Megazords we have. Well, now I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So we'll see you on Friday for that. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. Protect you. No, Office, stop it. Stop it. Windows is trying to jam stuff in through me. Wait. I'm like, <laughs> no. Hey, do you want to do you write any emails? Any emails you want to send right now? <laughs> no, no, Office, please.